0: Let's kick
1: into it. You can kick us off, Dogger.
0: Yeah. So um, just for, for those of you who don't know, um, for the podcast listeners, uh, Maddie Flynn is a ruckman uh, for the GWS Giants and been on the list for a fair few years now. Seven years, I believe. Yep. Yep. Seven years and uh, has one of the most incredible and resilient stories, to be fair. Uh, super interesting. So we'll get into that today and we'll get into a bunch of other questions uh, about different sports, not just
1: footy. So should be a good chat. And uh, thanks to Matt for coming on. Thanks for having me, Maddie. all right so flinny not flinny not maddie uh you've been on the giants list for a long time like we just said talk to me about what that club has done for you as a whole um and the relationships you've got there must be strong because you've been there for such a long time yeah um as
2: you mentioned i've obviously been on the list now for quite some time seven years and even before that i was um an academy player so i've kind of been in at the club for i guess even the previous three years before that playing knee full and doing a few weeks at the club. So, um, yeah, the club's been huge for my development. I think a, lot, a lot's a lot been said, I guess, about like my, I guess, resilience and whatnot, being on the list for so long. But what people forget is for the first three years, I was genuinely no good. And I was like, a lot of time had to be poured into me. So a lot of people say, oh, you got injuries and all that type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I had towards, I did have a few injuries or not, but a lot, I just wasn't good enough early days. And the development from the club then was huge. They put so much time and resources and, um, boys like Shane Mumford and
1: early days, Dean Brogan, uh, Brogan did a lot for me. So, yeah, the club's been outstanding. You say how you were no good back uh, in your early days and the development of yourself. How rewarding was it then when you finally got that debut last year after the long journey?
2: Yeah, it was it was something else. Looking back now, yeah, you, you think you, you still sure can't believe it. I guess six years, long time, and a lot of blokes don't even have a six year career, let alone yeah. being a, a um a list for six years without playing a game. So. That moment I remember we're sitting down and Leon was a coach at the time and um, he told me and it was genuinely one of the best feelings of my life. And I think I spoke to my old man and my family about it previously and said like how good it will be and how good we will be. And it definitely lived up to that moment. So, yeah, it was just a really exciting time for myself, my family and um, all my mates too.
1: So, yeah, it was huge. Quickly on your relationship with Leon. What was your relationship like with him? Because he's obviously departed the club now, but we've seen in the media and whatnot, he seemed like a very much a love, love member of your community there at GWS.
2: Yeah, he I can't speak highly enough of Leon. As as a person and as a coach, he's he's amazing. He um he's got really strong values and uh, really good morals, and he put that into the club, which was which was amazing. And as a coach, he got the best out of us in the early days, and then I think um, towards the end of the year when uh, so towards the end of his tenure when things probably weren't going the right way I I wouldn't put it down to him at all it was more I think the players needed I guess something fresh and something exciting so I could not speak um, highly enough of him and um, I think there was a few reports um, over the last couple of weeks with our BNF and he was there and like no word of a lie there would have been seven eight blokes around him and his table having to be with him all night like boy's just gonna get enough of him so
1: no can't speak highly enough of him. You've got your uh, fresh start now with Adam Kingsley. Have you spoken to him much and any news on him so far? Um, I haven't had a lot to do with him so
2: far, just uh, with Richmond still, when of course, he got appointed, yeah. they were still going in finals. So kind of was tied up there a bit. He popped into the club and um, he, we had a meeting with him and we had a bit to say with him, but uh, didn't get a massive read on him. I think he was pretty quiet and reserved and he was knew where he was going with, with Richmond at the time. So, uh, yeah, I think in the next couple of weeks, it would be interesting to see we... Get a bit out of him, but yeah, like really looking forward to it
1: 100%. Yeah, it
0: should be unreal having Kingsley around the club, obviously. Uh, pretty highly touted from the Tigers yeah, and top. that Tigers, yeah, uh, coaching stuff, but going to be unreal. So, big year next year, I reckon. And uh, hopefully, the ankle goes all right, but yeah,
2: obviously,
0: yeah, it should be good. Uh, but uh, obviously, a big part of any AFL draft prospect is the basketball background, of course, which you did have. <laughs> So, obviously, you're highly known for uh, having the basketball background. I just wanted to know, like, what was, uh, what was the most points you scored in a game back in the day? Oh,
2: mate. I think there would have been some big days back then. I yeah, been for sure. Six foot when I, was, I reckon I would have been six foot when I was 12 and I was playing against four foot, four foot blokes.
1: So, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't want to put a number on it, but I reckon there would have been some big numbers.
0: Oh, unreal. Love
1: that. Love that. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know this, sweetie, but uh, last season, obviously, when you debuted... You were quite a hype man on the fantasy circles. Did you hear anything about the Dream Team and Fantasy Talk? Because you were well-known. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I heard a little bit. I um, I might play fantasy, so I'll have a bit of a look at it here and then. And um, a lot of my mates back home play, so they're always into me and talking to me. So, um, yeah, it's probably the most hype I've ever received, but <laughs> I can't take a look at Any publicity is good publicity, isn't it? That's
0: yeah, like right. exactly right. Yeah. You gave uh, it in your, in your debut. You had 99 and you gave Paul Hunter a bit of a bath. Paul Hunter, a friend of the <laughs> pod, podcast here, actually. So I've
2: played with Paul a couple of times, actually. I'm actually, mm-hmm. I know him quite pretty well off the field. Good friends with a um, couple of his family members. So Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good day, that one.
0: Yeah, he's a yeah, big friend of the podcast. Big gamer as well. Loves his, uh, loves his
1: Fortnite.
2: Loves
0: his cod. There you go. So,
1: yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, talk about it. Let's get on with our quick-fire question. We've got a few quick-fire questions for you, Flinny, Five in a row, yep. and we'll fire yep. them
0: at you, all right? So just about GWS mainly. So yep. uh, the first one is, going on from the basketball background, besides yourself, who's the best basketball player at the club?
2: Oh, so that's a hot topic. I, reckon, <laughs> I thought it um, might Tom, be. Green, Tom Green seriously rates Really? Himself. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, and he, and he, can, he can ball. Timmy Torano is a very good player. Josh Kelly can shoot, but... Cool. The man, man will probably have to go to Tom Green, I
1: reckon. Tom oh, I Green? There to you go. That. Wouldn't I have guessed it. It'll probably be him. He, he looks knows. like he looks like a jack of all trades, doesn't he? He'd be one of those kids who just yeah. good at everything. Yeah, honestly. he would have
0: been. He? Yeah, I envy
1: yeah. that. Oh, All right. Number two. It, who's, a, <laughs> who's a club DJ and who gets handed the Orcs?
2: Uh, Harry Himmelberg, the housemate. So um, he's got his own set of decks and oh, yeah. um, a bit of Will Sparks about him. So he, <laughs> he doesn't mind getting on the decks. He went hard there for a while. Him and Zach Sprower bought a set of decks in, oh, in lockdown there, and I think Sparely died off after about two days, and him still <laughs> went pretty hard after a couple of years, but himself or even Nick Haynes are the two, so might be something in that. Yeah, good yeah, bit man. in that. I reckon it's something
0: to do with the hair. Those boys in the sparse, you got the same hair, don't they? Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah, it must be. All right. But um who all right, I've got a really, really burning question here. It's a good one. Who would win in a fight, Shane Mumford or Braden Bruce <laughs> and why?
2: I think I'm going to have to go Mumford.
0: Oh, just like, the monger in him?
2: Yeah, Pruci, oh, Pruci's about, he's a man mountain. He's the biggest bloke I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But Mummy's, I don't think Mummy would roll over. I think he would just absolutely, oh, he would get to a stage when he would he would die for it. Yeah, <laughs> he does seem that way. He just
0: seems
1: like I'm no matter sick. what, no holds
0: bars. There'd be no rules sick. when you get in the ring with him. No, nah,
2: he's sick.
1: <laughs> All right, back to our, well, be more on a serious note. Which player at the Giants is going to take the biggest step next year?
2: Big question. I think um, I'm a massive fan of Finn Callaghan. Um, <gasps> he just had foot surgery in the off-season, which I think has been reported. And he's going to be a slow burn for the kind of preseason. season but um, played a couple of games in the VFL when he was playing and then a couple of games of AFL with him. And some of the stuff he does is, is seriously special. He's got a beautiful left foot kick. He can run. Um, he's the most inquisitive person I've ever met. Ever, which is sometimes a little bit annoying. think. Like "Come on, mate!" Just, oh, <laughs> but, um, no,
1: nah, he. I think. I. I think he could be an absolute star. All right. all right, beautiful. And last one: who cares the most about their stats after a game? Who's the first one to pull their phone out and check their DT? Uh, Zach Brow. He's. uh oh, um, I think. I think. I think. At half time, he would be.
2: He'd be asking about what's going on. I oh, know. <laughs> loving his tackles because he knows tackles get the points. So he's huge on his tackles. Oh, big DT man then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, loves it. And then Josh Kelly plays a little bit of fantasy and a bit of Superco. So he picked himself in our last draft, actually. So I don't know how he goes.
1: That's sacrilegious, so surely. You can't be doing that. Yeah, you can't pick yourself, <laughs> oh, <he> surely. <laughs> it.
2: <He copped> it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So um,
0: obviously, you've come up against some great ruckmen in your in your career so far. Uh, I thought uh, Pitnet would have been one of the funniest ruckmen you come up against because I've heard a few uh, tall tales about him. But Big Maxie, right, you man. came up against him. And uh, what are some good stories about the big, uh, big maxi boy that you've, uh, you've heard on the park?
2: He, um, there's not a lot of stories, just encounters with him. I think there's um, my first game I played against him in Canberra. I he was giving me a bath in you know, and I think he five contest test marks. So I mean, half a footy and Far, yeah. I was thinking, shit, I'm a long way <laughs> off here. And then I took one back in, um in the back pocket and went to switch it out of the back line, turned over because I picked the goal. And, he came up and he looked and he was like Amazing. you get one touch you do that with it. I was just uh, saying <laughs> <laughs> was, was like, fair enough. Fair enough. Far
0: yeah, that's brutal. Um,
2: but no, he just doesn't mind a little chirp here and there, and he um he lets you know when he got when he's going all right. But no, he's a he's a ripping fella and he's he's very he's very
1: funny. Beautiful. Now you're heading overseas. Are we here uh, this off season? Head over to the States, been before? No, never been. Never been. So it'd be a good crew, crew going over there. Yep. So, and it, well, we're a big NFL and NBA podcast here. So what sports are you going to be seeing over there? Because you can't go to America and not see some sports, right? Yeah. So we're doing,
2: we're getting in at 6am on the 25th of uh, September. And then uh, I think midday that day, Chargers play oh. Jaguars. Ooh.
1: So we're going Maybe straight Jason into that.
2: Up. Lovely. We're going straight into that. And then um, we're going to be going to get the Yankees game. Uh, we're going to get, um, who else are you saying? There's... I think the 19th of October, the NBA starts, and we'll be in Texas around then. So we'll try to get oh, awesome. uh, Houston and then um, going to L- uh, over back over to California to finish. I might even get Golden State, the back end. you um, And then I think Vegas Raiders are playing when we're in New York as well. They're playing someone in New York. So I think a few of the boys have booked that in. So um, probably That's get four awesome. or five games along the way.
1: That Raiders game will be sensational.
2: Yeah, some great games in there, I reckon you've picked it pretty well. You've timed it perfectly Mate, the, as well. So. The Chargers game will be we're starting to trip off on a high, so it'll be good. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Oh, we love the Chargers here. We're pretty high on them this season. Justin Herbert there, quarterback. Yeah, they'll do be all huge. right this
2: year. Yeah,
0: well, I was actually be. having
2: a chat with um, him. Himmel, Himmel loves it. Himmelberg loves his NFL and American Sport loves it. I'm talking about it this morning. He was running me through who's good and who's not. So, <laughs> yeah. He reckons that he reckons, he reckons um, Chargers will be all right this year.
0: Yeah, they should do well, I reckon. And uh got a burning question here again. Who do you reckon is the NBA GOAT? Is it Michael Jordan or is it LeBron
2: James? See, a full report, you have, you say Michael, but I've only ever watched LeBron yeah. and I love him. So I'm just going to have to, I, I, I'm going with LeBron. We're exactly the same here, mate. Exactly the same.
0: I only ever Go watched LeBron. him. Can't speak highly enough of him. Nah. He has to be the GOAT, I reckon. Absolutely done. And I've uh, got a bit of intel as well that you're a bit of a bandwagon NBA fan. So, what what team are you picking this year? Who do you reckon is going to go all the way?
2: See, I th- I think I love Golden State. I just love Golden State. Yeah, who who true yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I'm probably going to jump back on them for a year. Yeah, and Fair. then I'll be very interested though to see how um how Minnesota go this year. Oh, oh Minnesota man, right? Very good answer. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how they go, but I've said that a few years before, and they just always seem to disappoint. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll be, I'll be very interested to see how they go. Oh, good. Uh, Cavs as well, actually. We got Cavs. Yeah.
0: Ooh. How's That'd that? Huge trade in Donovan. So they're you know, a wild card. Could be one of the top teams in the East this year for sure. Beautiful. Be very interesting. Awesome, mate. That's all. That's about it. Just a real quick one. Um, yeah, done. Thanks so much. Oh, Thanks mate. for being such a legend. No, Appreciate you so much.
2: Let's have a boys. Yeah, I no, really
0: love it. Made for a ripping chat. So thanks, Heath, mate. Really appreciate it. Nah,
2: too easy. You boys enjoy, and I'll speak um, I'll to you along the way anyway. Mm-hmm. Reminiscing on the days I ain't know what was ahead. What I gotta do to make sure the family fit.